Bingo, two o'clock huh? on a given Wednesday. That's Melly James. We're going to do a schmooze today about mana up and other things in and affecting M Melly James and all her businesses and activities and whatnot. <laughs> Hi, Melly. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me, Jay. <laughs> yeah, great. Great to have you here. You're kind of a neighbor, kind of, well, you were a neighbor. <laughs> now you're a neighbor down the block. Just a little know? bit. <laughs> so, let's, so let's get to know you a little bit, okay? Um, you've been around uh, tech and uh, venture capital association and entrepreneurship for a long time already. Uh, you don't look it, but you have been around for a long time. And uh, I want to cover some, in some systematic way all the things. So let's talk about Mana Up. This is your latest excitement adventure. And I know this because you were there uh, at the, um, at the um, Hawaii Business and SBA award ceremony about a month ago. And you won an award. That was pretty impressive. Can you, so can you talk about Mana Up? What is it? Yeah. And who is Brittany Hyde? Who is that? <laughs> who is Brittany Hyde? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were really, really thankful for that award uh, with SBA Female-Led um, Business of the Year, um, which was really amazing because we you know, launched Mana Up just two years ago with my co-founder, Brittany Hyde, who is based on Maui. Um, she's here a lot during the week. Um, She's the original founder of 1776, which is a global incubator and venture fund out of D.C., solving kind of go big so government she's going problems. she's back and forth. She, she was in D.C. Now she's based on Maui. So okay. she's all here, 100% mana up. Okay. Um, so we launched the company two years ago as an economic development initiative for Hawaii. And so we work primarily with product-based companies, so consumer packaged goods in the value-add food space, retail, or health and beauty that are leveraging the brand of Hawaii that are headquartered in Hawaii and that are earning at least a minimum of 100,000 annual revenue in order to get into our program. And then, of course, we scale from there. This sounds like one of those shows on TV about how, you know, these venture capitalist guys come and, and interview, you know, prospective partners. You know the ones I mean. Shark Tank? Shark Tank. Just like, <laughs> and this, this is more than Shark. That's one of them. But I, I, can, I can imagine. And, in, and let me also add, okay, that Melly is going to do a series for us. And uh, what are we going to call it? Did we decide? No, yet? we're not. TV. We didn't decide. TV. We didn't decide. We, 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 mm -hmm. We're going we're to figure that out. Starting in a week or two, so that'll be good. And there's so many people that you can call in and do your Shark Tank type interview. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> and I'll be curious what the background's going to be. <laughs> yeah, we have to figure out a good background for that. So, anyway, um, uh, yeah, so uh, why did you do that anyway? I mean, Mana Up is different than the other accelerators and incubators that we have in the, in the environment right now. How is it different? Yeah, so, you know, I've been very much involved with the other accelerators, with University of Hawaii's, as well as Blue Startups, an incredible experience really growing this innovation ecosystem and startup ecosystem here in Hawaii. And I started thinking about, you know, how else can we look at innovation for Hawaii? How do we broaden how we view innovation to complement uh, technology? Technology is really no longer just kind of the silo. It's literally layered onto everything. And so even with Mana Up, technology is really leveling the playing field for these companies to be at a global level. SEO, e-commerce, all of these technological advances in logistics, shipping, are really helping them to not, no longer have to be in every shelf and every store in the mainland. E-commerce is a real game changer for many companies, especially here in Hawaii. Yeah. So kind of thinking about that, um, you know, how, how do we support additional types of business in Hawaii, especially the product arena? Um, with a lot of the tech accelerators, it was more service-based. And so I looked at, you know, we were judging a lot of these um, business plan competitions and startup weekends, and there were all these great product entrepreneurs. And even looking at these wonderful products that we have in Hawaii, 
that just couldn't get past that kind of mom and pop level. And so I thought about, okay, well, what's that challenge and how do we help solve that? How do we layer what we've learned um, and the experience that we've had? And Brittany's had a great experience at 1776. And you know, my, myself, having been an entrepreneur in Silicon Valley with my first company starting in 07, my wine app and that whole amazing five years. You were 12 years. at the time. I was I know. 12 at the time, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually, you know, Benjamin Button style, I'm just going backwards. So, um, so, you know, having that experience and being involved with the accelerators here and, of course, running HVCA, how do we kind of bring all these different things together and broaden how we view innovation? And so that's really where this was born. And so we call this an economic development initiative because it, a very big focus of this is on job creation and sustainable livelihood here in Hawaii. Um, and looking at what's changing from a global standpoint, you know, especially millennials, authenticity, connection to culture, all of these things are very much at the forefront now for what consumers are looking for. I think five or 10 years ago, it could, something could just slap on Aloha on it. It was made in Taiwan. You picked it up at the ABC store and that was your gift that you were bringing home. And now people are really looking for that connection to culture, authenticity, and really that story behind the product. So thinking about these entrepreneurs and their great stories, how do we connect those dots? How do we take that narrative back from the way the world learns about Hawaii and really have this be an area where with tourism can really make sense more for Hawaii as more of our tourists are spending more money with local companies, creating more economic impact and new dollars in the community. Just a free association. We, yes. we, we, when we schmooze, we do free association. Oh, I love it. There was a guy named Rick Davis, and he ran Aloha magazine. It, it doesn't publish anymore. In fact, he doesn't publish anymore. Um, he died. But um, th his thing was that there was a huge market out there on the mainland of people who had come to Hawaii, who liked Hawaii, who you know enjoyed, wanted to get back to in some nostalgic way to their trip in Hawaii, which was really special for them and all that. Um, and and if you could reach them, you know there were tons of people like that on the mainland. Yeah. Uh, and that's I think what you're talking about. It's not just people who have you know come from Hawaii who were born and raised right here. It's all the people who like Hawaii for whatever reason, and they're you know the market of these companies you're you're dealing with. Exactly. So, I mean, when you think about how do you become a global brand that's based in Hawaii, you have your immediate audience that's here, but the tourist economy, so there are 10 million people coming here a year, right? And then there's also all the millions of people that came here for the past few hundred years now who have this nostalgia for Hawaii. It is a globally loved brand, right? And so we see that really in the form of a lot of other companies, even in the mainland, who leverage our brand who are making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, I think the obvious uh, example would be Maui Chips. That's a Frito-Lay company. It has yeah. nothing to do with Maui. Yeah, why am I irritated about that? <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we have a host, by the way, just had a show yesterday from Germany, because we can connect with Germany. And he's doing Aloha Shave Ice in Germany. It's it cultural sells. arbitrage. Yep, it works, That's what though. he calls it, yeah. So when you think about that, and you look at all of these opportunities that are available and there's all these mainland international people who are leveraging the brand and they're doing it not for altruistic reasons they're doing it because it works it sells why aren't our local entrepreneurs able to get to those levels and so, so that's really what mana up is addressing you're talking about local entrepreneurs you're talking about local you're talking about selling the hawaii brand selling hawaii really to the world this is really something this is something special that distinguishes mana up from a lot of other you know, organizations that do similar things with different markets and different origins, so to mm -hmm. speak, different culture points. Yeah. Exactly. So that's different. That's, 
So give us some examples of the companies that you're working with. Can you, can you tell me that? Yes. Can you tell the people that? I sure can. Go for it. So we have 31 companies who have gone through our program. We've already hosted three cohorts. We're actually recruiting right now for cohort four. So if anyone's out there listening, watching. Um, ManaUpHawaii.com. Okay. So we are recruiting for cohort four, which will start in August and end in November. Um, so a few companies, I should have brought some props here. Uh, one is Manoa Chocolate which is a great chocolate company, really trying to um, increase the cacao industry here in yeah, Hawaii. Should have brought that. Should have brought that. I'm sorry, Jay, I'll come back. Come back later for some presents. Um, another great one is called Big Island Coffee Roasters. So they're taking advantage of the cachet of coffee in Hawaii, but creating a brand new product that's a coffee bar. So it looks like a chocolate bar, but it's actually just coffee, cocoa butter, and sugar. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, you crack off a piece and it's a half espresso shot. Oh. So get ready to clean the house and do whatever you need to do. You're going to be on fire. Um, that, that's a really great company. And I love that one because it really, I see Hawaii as should be an opportunity and a hub for new product innovation. And as we create more of these well-worn paths for success and creating more tangible examples of success, it really creates this kind of mindset shift and ability to just say and see all these examples and be like, of course I can do that. I see 10 more examples out right here right. You know, doing that as well. Right. And so another company, um, let's see, Kaimana Jerky, which is a company that just came through. It's a ahi jerky out of Kona. They do uh, sustainable fishing practices off the coast of Kona. And they're actually also so in Costco. Fish jerky? Fish jerky. It's very all right, delicious. All right. Healthier yet. Very healthy. Um, and we also do a lot of in the retail and the um, health and beauty. So another company is Mamalani, which is a natural deodorant, foot powders, dry How shampoos. How do you find these companies? Well, so we do a call for applications. And our first call, we had 85 applicants, which was incredible. Um, and every call we do, we get about 75 to 85 applicants. And at this point, a lot of our past cohort members are doing the recruiting for us, just sharing their experience. And that's really the best way to get the word out. Um, so that's how we get. And, and in terms of diversity, of the 31 companies, 17 of them are female CEOs, 14 of them are Native Hawaiian founders, and 13 are family-run businesses. So when you look at diversity, you know, we always go for the best entrepreneur and the best product. It just so happens that it all kind of comes together to create a really diverse you know, crowd. Hawaii is diversity. You can hardly avoid it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you do for them? I mean, I, I'm, let me... Imagine in my mind, you give them advice, um, you help them with branding, you help them with packaging, I guess, you help them with finding the market and dealing with, uh, you know, bringing the right product to them. Go ahead. Yeah. What, so what we help them, them solve scaling challenges. And each of the companies have very different scaling challenges. One could be um, perhaps needing a rebrand or really trying to get in deeper with what's their story. Why should anyone care about this product? One could also just uh, be having more e-commerce challenges and really needing to up their e-commerce game. So it's kind of across the board. Um, what we do in our interview process is really identify what are those key challenges and what we can do to help them and to make sure there's a match. In, in, the, in, the, in the course of all of that, you get to be expert on this market. You, you well, can share learning. what you learn from one company with another Absolutely, company. and they're sharing with each other. There have been so many collaborations. Well, they're in a room with each other sharing about challenges or they get to know each other. We always have Pauhana after all of our workshops. So it's really a time for them to socialize and just be in the room together and collaborations happen on their own. This sounds like a great time to go through your pictures. Yes, it does. Why, why don't we go through your pictures and you can give us a running discussion of what's in the pictures. Sounds ready, good. Ready to go watch that. Yeah. All right. So this is a picture of our cohort two. Um, this is inside of our office. And you can see here just the, the amazing diversity of, of these are the founders coming in for cohort two. 
and our, our team there with uh, Nohili, our project manager, and Brittany, our, my co-founder. Which one is Brittany now? Brittany is the, in the orange in the back, the blonde. Okay. She's being modest, yeah. She's being modest, yeah. <laughs> okay. And the next shot is Mele from Mamalani, who I just mentioned, the natural deodorant and powder company. She's based in Kailua, Oahu. Um, she's a native Hawaiian female founder and really, really taking off and doing incredibly well. She was featured in Allure magazine as a top 10 must-have product, which is a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. The next photo is uh, me. 